Warheads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Butcher of the Sands Renekton, who was released January 18th, 2011. Old boy. Yeah. Not as old as his brother, but you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's okay to be the younger sibling, you know. Says all the younger siblings here. Yeah. Right. I'm the older sibling. And oh, I'm that's true. That, I always that forget that. Fucking yeah. grandpa over here. Oh, grandpa. The oldest and still doesn't have gray hair. <laughs> so okay, bitch. you know what? We're going to put a halt on the gray hair bullying right now. I don't want this to become a fucking thing, okay? Uh, <laughs> Mark is the, the youngest of the three of us, though. <laughs> John's the oldest. <laughs> All right, so on the Riot Universe page, Renekton has a bio and three short stories are linked. He's in two of them. Yeah. Yeah. They were really proud of that third one. They're like, this is a great story. So we're just going <laughs> to link it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all those people also, who have stories that are written for them that, that are still not linked <laughs> on their page. <laughs> you know, I could be wrong. I think the Sharima relaunch was like the first really big time they introduced a region post Institute of War. So I'm mm. sure like they linked everything at the time because they're like, they held all the momentum. It's like, yeah. we're going to do this for every champion. Cut, smash, cut to like whoever <laughs> having a billion dead links or nothing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. They had such high hopes. Yeah. Mm. It was like the start of the year, and they're like, this is our resolution. We're going to universe page. And now it's like <laughs> December. And they're like, uh. <laughs> What's a universe? Put it on the file. <laughs> <laughs> is that something Aurelian soul does? Should we remake him? <laughs> Just get Anthony Reynolds to write a novel. <laughs> we'll ignore everything else. Uh. All right. Um... Yeah, we've been over a lot of this already because we talked about Nasus and their lore is so tied together. And Azir, like we talked about, Renekton so much with Azir. Yeah. That there's not, there wasn't really much new ground here, but no, good, no. good review, I guess. Yeah. And we get a different, uh, he's got a different voice than Nasus. Oh, so, like, fuck, what, I didn't is, listen what does he to sound it. like? Well, you're going to have to that's guess. A, that's a good question. Um, okay. Rob. <sighs> No, hold on. Nope, I thought I had it. I didn't have it. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, got, I got choked up. I started thinking about it. Um, As I live, all will die. That's about that's what good. I expected. Um, I'm going to do the quote that John wrote here God for me. God damn it. <laughs> no, 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 but I, Mark did the other one. No, I was going to do it. I was going to do the one that Mark did. It was going to be oh, the funny okay. joke. But oh, you I fucked see. it up. So, uh... <laughs> I'm going to do the other one that you hear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll suffer as I have. Is that about it? Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to find me me a a new... uh, No, you wrote me. I did all that work for you. (laughs) Yeah, you wrote down one quote. You didn't write down one one. quote. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, hang on. I got my voices of lol. I know quotes. I know quotes. I know Renekton's (laughs) quotes. I play Renekton. But but no, at this point... (laughs) There is no retreat. There is no retreat. Jesus Christ, please look at the audio on that. <laughs> the Thank you. Wave. Like Mount Everest, just like that peak right there. <laughs> I honestly think you blowing out the mic is going to make it more realistic. Yes. Yeah. Everyone knows Renekton sounds like he's like swallowing the microphone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like 
every kid playing Fortnite. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, John plays a lot of Fortnite over here. Yeah, I make sure to keep comms on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep it relevant. You're keeping in touch with the youth. Hell yeah. <laughs> floss, am I right? Get up and Ninja, floss right? first, like... John. <laughs> Ninja with the blue hair. All right, um, I guess we should talk about Renekton. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Another Renekton impression over here. All right, Renekton was a normal fighter boy in Sharima. He was uh, throwing a lot of hands and getting in trouble. <laughs> so Nasus sent him to be in the Shreeman army. There, Renekton continued to slay bitches, but with a bit of discipline now. After many years, he got word that his brother was dying, so he went back to Shreema's capital. Nasus had gotten pretty, like, sick by then, and because he was the one who curated most of the knowledge in Shreema, he was deemed worthy of ascension. But he was too ill to climb the stairs, so maybe they should have had that discussion a few months earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Bureaucracy, am I right? (laughs) I can just picture some guy looking, like, he looks at Nasus, he's like, (gasps) he looks at the stairs, and he looks back at Nasus. Yeah, this isn't my job. Right? You're good, right? What did they think? Okay. (laughs) Okay, they have to climb all these stairs to become immortal, and they're like, we'll wait until he's literally 45 seconds from death. And then be like, here, climb these stairs, you bitch. (laughs) You gotta want it. Yeah, you gotta want it. Fucking nerd, that's what you get for reading books instead of climbing stairs. (laughs) Right? All right, uh... Anyway, oh god, where was I? Anyway, uh, Renekton uh, carried his brother up then, fully expecting to get killed, but instead both he and his brother became ascended. Renekton went back to fighting and was more brutal than ever, but they just kind of let him do it. <laughs> it was just kind of a Cause, mess. Because what are you going to say to a big-ass crocodile who <laughs> wants to murder? <laughs> keep, keep going, man. I don't know. Uh, then the whole Azir Zara thing happened, you know, when the villain Azir rightfully fell. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Uh, so anyway, Zareth is all pissed and destroying everything. Nasus and Renekton are pretty sure that they can't defeat him. So Renekton wrestled him to the tomb of the emperors and told Nasus to seal them inside. They were in there for like a while. Centuries, was it? I don't know. A long time. Yeah. Um, and Zareth, uncounted centuries. Uncounted years from the first Millennia. breath. Of creation. <laughs> they were sealed in this tomb. Uh, Zareth was messing with Renekton the whole time, and over uh, many years in the darkness, Zareth was able to convince Renekton that Nasus locked him in there out of jealousy. Mm. Uh, Renekton and Zareth uh, have now been freed, and Renekton is just blazing through Shreema trying to find his brother and kill him. Why didn't Renekton ever be, like, whispering at Zareth? You know? <laughs> Zareth's whispering at him all the time. He's like, like hey, hey. <laughs> You know, your friend is here. He's a piece of shit. Because you know what you need to whisper? What? Lips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In one of the stories, <laughs> Graham McNeil writes that Renekton's voice is like that because of screaming so long in the, the box or whatever he called it. So maybe he had a really... A really lovely voice. Maybe. Ooh, before he was that. sealed in there. But he wasn't uh, known for his intelligence, <laughs> he, so maybe he tried to do it back to Zareth and like kept saying stupid shit that didn't oh, bother Oh, maybe. You're so blue. <laughs> You're like beautiful. Shit. 
that he was messing with Renekton like he was like like giving him like noogies and shit like that he's like ruffling his hair like uh. I'm your brother now messing with me (laughs) I like the idea of them whispering back and forth to each other and this just became like an ASMR box (laughs) (laughs) make bank on YouTube (laughs) oh my god Uh, anyway that's Renekton's bio yeah yeah Well, like you said, there's not a lot that's new. It's fine. Here. Yeah. We, yeah. we knew a lot of it from NASA's yeah. stuff. It's not bad. There's just no mm-hmm. surprises here. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that struck out, that stuck out to me in the bio, was there's like a line where it says, that like, oh, he went to back to battle. He was ruthless as ever. Um, and also, there were whispers of battlefield atrocities. <laughs> uh, and then they just move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, that seems like. A big escalation from, and he seemed a bit more ruthless than before. <laughs> I don't know if we well, want to yada 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 over that. <laughs> well, it's like he's it's like he says a giant fuck off crocodile monster demigod. Like what? I feel like the line between like okay reasonable war effort and like ad- atrocity. Like there's it's I don't know it, define that a bit more right? <laughs> right? Like when you put someone know. in half, is that an atrocity? Is if it's a, if it's a hundred people, is that an atrocity? Like. <laughs> What's his level statistic? of war crimes here? Right, exactly. and Nasus has never yeah. been a fighter per se. Maybe he just thinks atrocities are like. Wait, he hit them. <laughs> okay, I think he. <laughs> he's not quite. <laughs> he was a, a general, man. Okay, yeah, he was a general. <laughs> yeah, he was, but you know, who knows he's how they gave those nerd. positions away in Chirima? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say that was. Uh, I guess maybe my complaint on this is that he becomes ascended i guess why would he become ascended i don't know obviously not all the ascended are great glowing wonderful leaders so maybe it's just not the best system that's cho- who's the sun disc needs like a reevaluation or something <laughs> yeah. but it's just he they send him back out there and they're like he's more brutal than ever and it does really get brushed over but they kind of like i think i remember it saying that that was part of the reason why Renekton decided to become sealed in. Like, he was aware he was becoming more brutal. Was that it? Oh, really? Mysterious sun discs handing out animal powers is no basis for a system (laughs) of government. Wow, John. You're quoting Holy Grail. (laughs) You're welcome. I I would have to read the bio again, because I don't really remember that bit about him being aware of his own, like... I feel like that was in Nasus's bio, but I don't know. Maybe. Did you not? Were you just thinking about the Monty qu- Python quote so much you didn't hear what I said? <laughs> I missed before what. That? Uh, <laughs> no, I missed what Mark just said. Oh, um, just that we don't like. I don't. I didn't remember anything in the bio mentioning that he he did it as a part of like. Oh, I know I'm losing my shit. So p- put me in there. <laughs> put but me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in the box. I thought um, I remember. I just wasn't sure if you remember from Nasus's bio with Renekton. Like, to kind of make up for the fact that he was uh, doing fucked up shit. I would kind of like that. Um, I didn't remember I mean, that. Is it, it? Maybe I just made it up to make it make sense in my head. Yeah, I thought it was more <laughs> of like, like a, we're, we're losing this fight. And yeah, we're not yeah. Gonna, I mean, that so makes sense, just, too. So just but... do it, bro. Yeah. Um, also, literally until this read, for some reason, in my head, I don't know why... The whole time they've been talking about how they were locked together in a crypt or whatever, 
I was imagining a sarcophagus, not a fucking underground city, uh, like an underground, um, like fucking catacomb. I thought they were just like locked in a in a fucking, you know, single tiny box together. I was like, man, that's got to be real annoying. No wonder. But now it kind of seems like they're like playing tag down there almost. Yeah. I could pass I'm a few centuries this. away with doing that. Yeah. With yeah. Zareth whispering sweet nothings in your ear. I like the image of them all like cramped together. Like they just can't really move. And whispers like, Zareth's like, I fucking hate you. This fucking yeah, sucks. Fuck right. you. <laughs> Like, no wonder they're so mad. I think it would have gone from, like, an enemies to friends to lovers to enemies again. <laughs> like, all in the span of that. Think about how bad their breath must be after centuries in that tiny, tiny box. Sarah's like, pure energy. He doesn't have breath. But I yeah, bet think you about how bad Renekton is. <laughs> I guess they, there's, there would be no air there. There'd be no breathing at a, after a point. That's true. I guess if they left him a crack. <laughs> they left them they a hole a to breathe. Up there. <laughs> Just punch little holes. <laughs> they can breathe. Put some sticks and grass in there. So <laughs> yeah, I, th- I get what you mean about the sarcophagus. I think the sarcophagus thing. I think that's because I don't know. Maybe we'll see when we get to Zareth. But he was he's he's so often depicted as having been like chained up in a sarcophagus and then broke free, and that's yeah. like the physical part of him. So. I don't know where that's coming from, but that feels right. I know what you mean. Maybe it was kind of weird to think about, war. like, it might mm. be. It was weird to think about them, like, like you said, kind of running around, like, just down in the dark. Just, who, oh, <laughs> is this you, Zareth? I'm feeling I'm something squishy. <laughs> oh, it's wet. It's wet. What is it? <laughs> what did you do down here? Why don't I just you step in? Is it Renekton, you piece of shit? <laughs> God, that catacomb must have been it. mostly shit after eons. But he's not eating. What is he eat, shitting? Right? You're not thinking about how the body works. <laughs> he bleeds dirt and sand and shit. So oh, like, true. he does bleach. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, just I don't did think like about the... the logistics too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there. That's the thing. Is they're immortal? God, whatever. They just live forever. You know. So you can kind of get past a lot of that stuff. But I like the idea of him self-sacrificing because that kind of lines up with some of his characterization in the yeah. bio before he went all ascended. Like, I do like that moment of him carrying Nasus up, thinking, I'm just going to get blasted, but Shirema will need Nasus in the future. They don't need me, but they need him. I was like, oh, kind of like, I would like to see Renekton as a human, frankly, because I would like to see how he's how he's changed so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that honestly, from the Azir story too, that seems to be the only thing you need to be ascended, because the same shit happened with Azir, when he was that like, oh no my my bloodline and such i will he didn't even sacrifice them so he barely sacrificed anything but he was like i'll do this thing for water. you instead of doing it for me and they're like oh my god a selfless act right they're i like, could be fucking ascended at this point <laughs> i mean you very well could be the sun disc is just an idiot it's just very easily fooled <laughs> oh you did one nice thing <laughs> clearly you are good yeah yeah, I don't know. Um, it's hard because like the ascension stuff is always so vague, and they don't ever give us any of the hard like details around like this is how it actually works. It's always just like, yeah, you know, it's That's some a magic lot shit. of power to it, it, yeah. for something. It's it's different than <laughs> I feel like it. It doesn't work as well as the way Targon works for me because it's similar to Targon, but they really make it clear that climbing Mount Targon is such a feat. 
that if you're able to do it, then you are worthy of a God's power. Yeah. So, and even then, they just fucking piggyback in your body and take over your real. mind. Targon yeah. has the worst deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whereas in Sharima, it's like a bunch of old, crusty dudes get together, and they're like, ooh, they seem good. And then you climb up a flight of stairs. Did you see? He shared his water with that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the kingdom. Yeah, give him the thumbs up. He should be Whatever. immortal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Just give me big Draven vibes, the, the him being a little, a little punk who just fights mm. a yeah. bunch as a kid, the yeah. brothers thing. Yeah. Right. Also, I liked that it said that Zareth convinced Renekton that Nasus, jealous of his success, had leapt at the chance to be rid of him and enjoy immortality alone. Yeah, I like don't who know. the fuck enjoys immortality alone? Well, he's he likes his books, you know. He just <laughs> you know, if there's one person who's going to <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he is the most self uh, exiled of any of those dark and ascended motherfuckers. So it kind of lines up, frankly. Although I feel like no story we ever read of him did he seem happy. <laughs> well, well no. yeah. No. No, he seemed horribly depressed and possibly <laughs> insane. But you know, <laughs> still imagining his his little brother with him at all times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, I look. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I. I kind of like the Nasus Renekton stuff. I would like yeah. that's why I would like them as as humans to get a little more tenderness there. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. all. <laughs> I definitely find them way more interesting than Azir and kind of all of that mess going on. Uh, yeah, brother story is definitely more interesting to me. Yeah. I would look forward to seeing them reunite in any way even if it doesn't actually lead to a conclusion because this is all right Renekton's drive right now right so you'd either have mm-hmm. to give him a new goal which that could be fun yeah. um, or conclude his story which they never really do with champions <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's so funny it like it reminds me so much of fucking sentinels in that like we have this <laughs> thing we like and this thing we really don't like and they're so intertwined that we, <laughs> that we just it's can true. never it's like anytime we get to a champion that has really good lore but was also in the sentinels event we're like god damn it <laughs> it's true you know it, it's really true honestly uh, it's it's hard too because so much of what's gone on is so long ago like in the bio there's a bit where it talks about some battle that Renekton did good in he wasn't expected to even survive and he won which is like cool but it's like why waste the space almost i kind of feel yeah. like it. it's like we don't know about the context of that battle we're never going to hear about that fucking place again <laughs> use some more space to do some tell us some other things that you can just tell us he was a good general that's all we really need that's we don't need true. to like the details you know yeah it was a really long bio in the opening when i was like we kind of already know all this you're trying to lay the groundwork but it's with stuff that i didn't even find it like worthy of putting in the <laughs> the uh, summary of the bio <laughs> Whereas, yeah. yeah, I definitely think uh, his connection to Nasus would be way more interesting. For sure. Something that was like, you could replace that whole bit with just talking more about what that, like like I said, what they were like when they were growing up, kind of what it was like post immediately post-Ascension. Like, was he mm. always just fucking nuts? Was he, you know, because I think the one thing I've liked about the Ascension stuff is how they portrayed how much it fucks with you on a mental level. Like, mm. that Twilight of the Gods story was a really good example of that. Um, and I just yeah. wish they would play with that even more and just get into that more. We get some of that with Renekton, I suppose, to be fair. Um, yeah. Which I like you know. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't have much else to say about the bio, though. To be yeah, honest. all right. Speaking Oops. of which, Darkness Show Renews. Stories. I do have a summary for Darkness Renews. I can watch well, just really quick. I mean, it's just a yeah, quick because the yeah. uh, other short story is really long. Um, this really is just like a kind of stream of consciousness kind of mm-hmm. story where Renekton is trying to remember like who he was and where he's going. It seems like he's fr- fresh out of the box <laughs> in this story. <laughs> he's kind of a shell of his former self. He doesn't look the same like he's a different color and he's hunched over and he's not he's not looking great. He has a lot of open wounds and whatnot that are oozing sand because that's what he does now. It's been a while, crocodile. <laughs> oh, God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, he makes his way back home and sees an old statue of himself and Nasus, which reminds him of his name and identity. And then he becomes uh, the big, big bad crocodile we all know and love today. Yeah. And that's really it. It was fine. I didn't really feel like I got much from this i think it's trying to show us like where renekton was mentally after leaving the tomb but i don't i don't know i felt like i kind of could have got that if that makes sense i liked it yeah, i, I liked thought it, it yeah. like i didn't think it was bad i thought it was like <laughs> it gave a good kind of fractured view of of renekton because i think the only other time we kind of get to see this at play is in the other Graham mcneil story that he wrote and we're seeing it through someone else's eyes just kind of seeing his own eyes drift in and out of focus, start talking gibberish mm-hmm. and stuff. So I really liked kind of the seeing what's going on in his head while all this is going on. Um, and kind of seeing firsthand the impact that all of, you know, Zareth's whispering actually had on him, like trying to see him piece the pieces together and like not knowing what the pieces are, but knowing they're there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good job of kind of really, it's interesting. The idea that Zareth's voice seems to kind of just be in his head at all yeah. times, even though Zareth's not actually talking to him, it's just at this point become something that runs in the background. And that was, I assume, I assume Zareth's not like <laughs> could be still wrong. talking. <laughs> yeah, he's always no, getting I, on himself. <laughs> I hope he's not. Like if they said that there was a way that Zareth was still communicating with him, I think that would ruin It'd it for him. Yeah, I yeah. think it's definitely better that he's still just Zareth was talking so fucking much in there <laughs> for so long that he can't get the voice out of his head. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, he doesn't even remember that it's Zareth. Yeah, he's just yeah, known as the Whisperer. <laughs> it was pretty dark mm-hmm. down there, to be fair. That, yeah. But you get that a lot. I mean, I mean would Zareth like were... make it lighter? I mean, he's got the electricity uh, power. Maybe he too. wouldn't have like the juice maybe, for it. I don't know. I was going to say, maybe he also did. Mm-hmm. He had dimmed, no mana. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no mana. <laughs> yeah, we talk about like, you know, your inner voice being the voice of your parent because, yeah. you know, that was the voice we heard you for hear. like a decade. Mm-hmm. Imagine hearing one voice for countless centuries. Oh my God. Every sure. time he tries to do anything, he just hears Zareth. Mm, is that how you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> interesting which my, choice which is what my parental judgmental it's fine it's not what i would do but it's yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's probably not a it's big not deal. the way i would approach it but it's probably normal yeah <laughs> i have a quote here about kind of the uh, zaris voice it said like he's taken refuge from its unforgiving light this being the sun but even here squatting and weeping in this dripping cave the whisperer has found him the shadow on the wall slithers around him always muttering always conspiring to feed his bitterness he presses long gnarled hands that end in vicious ebon talons to his temples but he cannot shut his constant companion in the darkness out he never could 
Also sounds yeah. like some real depressing, sh- some real depression shit there too. <laughs> I like how you use your uh, your voice for that one AU kind of there. I don't remember which one it was. Is that it like one, the cosmic ones? you know, that <laughs> yeah. one. The one, you know, the cosmic. Yeah, the cosmic. <laughs> Beautiful, one. terrible things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line that always that's, sticks that out was John's. Me. That was John's voice. You haven't had one of those use. champions in a while. Yeah, I know. I know. I think they did. They change it too because I know all I the think AUs. So, yeah, yes. it's a shame. You know, we've lost it. <laughs> we still get the point. Yeah, I, I I think it paints a really pitiful picture of him in the immediate aftermath of it, which I like. And frankly, now that you say it, I would really like it as playing with like what am I trying to say? I would really like if they kind of tried to tug on that like Zareth as almost a metaphor for depression or or things like that. That string that you could maybe follow with with this because it's it's an it's an interesting one to take with someone who so seems so straightforward. He's just a big crocodile who fucks people up, but to kind of get into <laughs> something a little heavier like that, yeah, I, I, yeah, would, I would think that'd be, be fun. Be very Darius, you know, the surface. You think you know what's going on, but not so much. You yeah. think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> <You> have no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real story. <laughs> True story? What was the show called? I don't remember. <laughs> real world. Me. Real and, you world. Know, something, something from your quote, too, I liked is the some of the depictions of or descriptions of his physical form like he comes off sounding very like a really twisted um like physically twisted like the way it's it's so different from like a human anatomy right like those gnarled hands yeah. it's like talking about like his thoughts buzzing around in his like elongated skull where it's like yeah he's not like it really reinforces that like he's in this weird twisted fucked up form you know it's yeah i'm I, like i feel like i never think of uh, um like the crocodile claws or anything like that like i never think of them as talons talons to me is way more curved so even just them Mm. calling it talons feels like it makes his hands feel more gnarled than they would (laughs) otherwise if they just said claws i'm thinking about in terms of these like the ascended you know they become immortal powerful beings but like what is it like to suddenly be an animal I just, they never talk about that. I feel like if I were suddenly in a crocodile's body, I there would be some concerns. How do I wipe now? I've been moisturizing my whole <laughs> life, and for what? Can I still brush my teeth? Can I still make love? Brushing your teeth takes three hours, <laughs> right? You would probably have slaves to do it. Let's be fair here. I guess that's true. One, one, one per tooth. <laughs> But I just like the, the being transformed into an entirely different body is very different than just having powers and being immortal now. I don't yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can. I, I. That's why I like a lot about the Ascension. That's the part I like about the Ascension stuff <laughs> is all of that um, where you're taking a human mind and plugging it into this this process that just like like just fucks you up from <laughs> from every turn we've seen it just completely messes them up so i really would i would love to see that like what it feels like to be in that new body and like yeah do you miss your old body but, like i feel like i i would you don't feel like yourself anymore i assume yeah but. yeah that would be a ton of fun to play a tons of fun to play with for sure mm-hmm there's another line here too that said his skin was as tough as armored bronze but is now dull and cracked dust spilling from as many wounds like sand from an executioner's hourglass <laughs> i was very confused and like, that one. <laughs> an executioner's what now <laughs> like is this something that all executioners just are they the designated timekeepers for all <laughs> shareem and board games <laughs> 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 
Oh, I'm going to be the banker this time. Now, fuck you. You know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you flip the hourglass executioner. <laughs> Wait, banker? Like, is there like a time limit on Monopoly? You're, I guess maybe... Oh, yeah, we're mixing up a lot of board games here. <laughs> there is if you play like we play. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> like I've played a Monopoly since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you've got the you've got the executioner, you've got the hourglass, <laughs> yeah, free parking, those- <laughs> boardwalk. <laughs> it's everything you remember. <laughs> got the wheelbarrow, the Scottish terrier, and is- the the fucking guillotine. <laughs> You're just making up your own Kama Sutra now. <laughs> With Scottish terriers. This is making Monopoly sound way more interesting than it actually is. Hmm. All right. Anyway, that was that short. His, that's his color story. Yeah. That's the only way you can rein in Graham, 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 Graham McNeil so the stories aren't super long is be like, hey, this is a color story. It's got to be two pages. It needs mm. to have this champion in it. You can't just say their name at the end. <laughs> <laughs> just flips his desk over. Throws all his papers. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of these OCs. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh. With Teeth is the next one, also by Graham yeah. McNeil. Also and this by one's Graham not McNeil. short. This one's the long one. They're like, okay, Graham, we'll give you, <laughs> we'll give you a little play, a little play area, but you've got to write this short color story. Um, <laughs> the right. bio, by the way, was by Anthony reynolds Linnae. I don't know if we said. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. Got a crocodile in my throat. <laughs> so Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this following? This is following the. Oh shit! I didn't write it down. There were what are they so called? many different like groups of people. Um, these were they the, the sand? Saint. Oh god! I have this written down actually. It's one of these like, lines. I only wrote down a few I names. This. I got this. Uh, sand thrashers. Sand thrashers. Yeah. Um, so it's following the sand thrashers who are they're like a group of like raiders who are operating in Sharima. And they have actually come to, is it for, I didn't write down that down either, the city that's from Bloodlines. I didn't write a lot of stuff down because I assumed I'd remember okay. it in my notes. There were so many names. Veruca, Veruca Salt. Uh, yeah, Vakara. Veruca Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vakara is the name of it. It's from Bloodlines. It's the one where at the end of that, uh, Nasus and Zareth fought and the place got pretty fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so they're kind of in the ruins of it. And they've been kind of preying on people who are... Apparently there are car- caravans that are going to where Azir has sprung up, and so they've been kind of preying on on them. And they all ride around on these. Uh, I didn't write this down either. Sauron Soren lizards. Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> Oops, sorry, my light is fucked up. Uh, Saren, they're they're kind of like big crocodiles in the desert, but uh, not renekton. Not, not, <laughs> not to be confused with. Yeah, I didn't picture them as crocodiles, but these are Legends of Runeterra cards, so we do get to see them, and they are just ah. like big sand crocodiles. Um, they've got some captives with them from some of their earlier stuff, and they're they are getting ready to go on another one. And we're mostly following a guy called Raz Bloodmane. And uh, great name. They go to their. It is a good ass name, I will say. They go to their remaining captives, and they pull. Raz pulls out specifically a guy called Orden Stilava. All right. Uh, who is kind of, I guess, a yeah. priest? I don't know what... Don't like, worry, you won't, maybe, you won't ever need to pronounce his name again. Don't worry, he's not coming spoiler. back for you. Because he got away scot-free and lived a life of piety. Um, 
he's a priest. I don't know what that means. I assume he's like a sun priest. But what kind of happened is that he said he would lead this caravan to his ear and seems to have just been a complete dick and took total advantage of them and was just going to let them die. Uh, so r- the rest of the captives are totally fine with him being killed. <laughs> uh, so Raz takes him down to their, they've got a makeshift kind of arena where their leader, Sai Sirtha, who is a Vestayan, I think he's one of Renekton's uh, I think so. Boys? Yeah. They, 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 they refer to him as the Prey Stalker. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know how much closer to Pride Stalker you can oh, get you than mean that. Renekton? What? Yeah, Rengar. But, oh, you said Rene- say- he's one of Renekton boys. It's one of Rengar. Oh my god, did I? Oh, fuck. No, 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 he's one okay. of Rengo's boys. One of Rengo's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're we're going to be there in just a moment, folks. So yeah. you <laughs> we'll talk about this again. <laughs> and he wears a skull mask, which is one of Rengar's skins. So. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. So he's yeah. definitely uh, a Rengar Vestayan. I don't remember what they are. Um, and they, they need to feed their mounts. They feed them their captives normally. normally. And so... Sysertha is like, Raz, kill this guy, but first make it fun. So <laughs> he gives Orden a knife and it's like, hey, you can get out if you can if you can get out, I'll let you go. Um, but you have to kind of fight for it, he doesn't say. And Orden doesn't know what he's doing. He's just playing with him. When all of a sudden something's kind of going on at the edge of the camp and one of their lookouts comes flying through the air, or at least half of him does because he's been bitten <laughs> in half. Um, and as everyone's getting ready to deal, deal with whatever this new thing is, they just kill Orden Raz is just like, hey, uh, my mount, whose name I don't have written down, eat him, which he does. And Renekton shows up. And Renekton <laughs> is here looking for Nasus. And he's trying to get the information from Sai Sirtha, um, who I don't think knows, but is kind of getting ready to fight Renekton. They're like, he's like asking him, as they're both just getting into the arena, just like gearing up, ready to fight. Doesn't give him the info. They fight. And Sai Sirtha actually gets the... Gets he, he seems to essentially win the fight. He like cuts off Renekton's hand. He eventually stabs him right through the gut, through the spine, and then Renekton ults and shit goes fucking <laughs> wild. And he heals up all of his wounds and he grows in size and he just like picks up Sirtha just like a like a doll and just eats his ass. And um, and then he gives he essentially makes Raz you have to well, say okay, it like that, Mark. <laughs> sorry, let's. Let, <laughs> There's no st- I was going to say, <laughs> rewind a little bit, because he doesn't eat it. <laughs> he eats him. He bites him. He doesn't. There's nothing sexual about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and then at that point, he t- you know... Ren- he just tosses him to his own mount. <laughs> Does he toss his it out like a piece him. of, like, like an M&M that you throw up and you try and, like... Oh. Ooh, bounces off he his drops eye. And he's, he's like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm I used to be able to do I'm this all the time. It. <laughs> it's worth mentioning that that uh, this dude's mount had three heads, unlike mm. all the other ones, with just had one head. So it was a definite like he got thrown to his mount and then torn apart like a fucking like Cerberus eating some shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, and yeah, at that point, Raz gets named the new prey. I almost said pride stalker. The new prey <laughs> stalker. He's the leader. <laughs> Renekton doesn't even really seem to give a shit. He's like, whatever. No. You can be the praise talker. I don't care. <laughs> but do you know where Nasus is? I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> and one of the just, captives... He just wanted to know where Nasus was this whole time. It's just a real simple question. That guy was a real dick about it. <laughs> he was being complete. I kind of like that, frankly. That Renekton's like, look, I just want to know. I, was, I didn't want to kill you, but I will fuck you up. Um, and then one of the captives that Raz had let go earlier, she seemed to be... Like she was a like she had experienced fighting. She was tough. You know, they might induct her into their group. Um, seems to have heard like, oh, there's a library underwater off the cliffs of wherever. 
And that might be where Nasus is going, so that's probably where Renekton's going. And that's mostly it. Raz is leading the, the Sand Thrashers now, and uh, Renekton's off to find Nasus. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah. This was a... This was like a good... A good combination of kind of action while also giving us enough about the character. It's kind of the it's it's the rare Graham McNeil piece that doesn't star the champion that it's about, but does include enough of the champion that I feel like it's still a Renekton story. Um, oh, yeah. And I feel like also having the their leader be, you know, a a, a Rengar type Vistine also kind of helped contextualize a lot of the moves he was doing because I was imagining Rengar doing the fighting the whole yeah. time. Because a lot of the oh, time yeah. when they like when they when they describe any action involving Vestaya and they're not super clear or it's not a Vestaya that like there's a champion about sometimes I have a hard time imagining it <laughs> true yeah. yeah well sometimes with the Vestaians that they don't they, they don't really describe what kind of animal they are even they'll yeah. give like one thing like oh his feathers rustled and like okay I guess he's got feathers I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing but he gets a few lines kind of really describing him. Again, in that, that Graham McNeil way, it's a very vivid picture of the whole scene from end to end, which I really liked. You know, mm-hmm. you really can picture a lot of what's happening. The action is, I think, really well described. You can really, I can just like from the start to the end, I can beautifully picture what is happening in the story. And I really liked that. You know, I really enjoyed the way he, he kind of crafted it all, you know? It was cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I uh, I thought it was funny when it started. It, it said a reaver band of bloodthirsty warriors mounted on giant star and lizards. They terrorized the dust roads of the Sai Kalik for coin. Guys, there has to be a safer place to terrorize people. We just read about the Sai Kalik. You don't want to fucking be there. Don't go there. <laughs> Anywhere <laughs> else. Who knows what a dust road is, right? Maybe that's like the safe path through or around. I don't fucking know. Turns out there was a safe path this, this whole, whole time. time. It's really dusty, and if your allergies, you know, you just can't do it. It's like, sorry, guys. <laughs> there was one guide. The head guide decades ago had allergies, so took everyone away from the dusty path, and nobody knew that was this why. Like... So everyone has just assumed that it's more dangerous. It's reminding me of now. Lysandra having the elevator right. now. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) pretty funny yeah this was great it really made me feel like ascended our bullshit like how is anyone (laughs) supposed to defeat them i guess you're not except (laughs) except for cassante's people they somehow did it no 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 description why or how but they They fought those monsters yeah that's true it says they fought them off but it's like i mean it's it's really a neat little turn to have Sai Sertha, uh, be so effective, and and, and again, we've mm-hmm. got these really vivid descriptions of how he's he's like unhinging the Renekton's jaw or like cutting through yeah. it, and he cuts off one of his hands. You're like, wow, he really fucked him up. And then Renekton just presses R. Yeah, Ooh. it's really like it's feeling like the current league meta, right? <laughs> he had built Jack Show, no. so we're all fucked. <laughs> God, that, that that healing, yeah, mm, yeah, you're not you're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> But oh, does that man. mean Rengar is like a weak little bitch? I guess we'll know next week. Like, or is Rengar like a special Vestayan? Because because champions are usually like the special version of whatever it is, right? I mean, he was already kind of an outcast for being a little bitch, right? Uh, maybe. Like he was like a a runt. 
I know yeah. he's an outcast in exile, but I don't know if he was Aww, a run. Oh, he's a little runt in the kitten litter. <laughs> <gasps> That's so oh. cute. I can't wait to get to run. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be some good art, I'm sure. Oh yeah. But um I think I mean this that the size cert that guy comes off really like at one point early on they've got a big bonfire going and he just gets like a big timber from like one of the collapsed buildings and throws it on. Like yeah. they really build this guy up and he's got these like relic weapons and it's like it, it really reinforces like man dealing with ascended it makes me again think of another mcneil story that where akathia once stood where it's like oh man you can yeah. you can see why people would just not even try and deal with these guys it's nuts frankly yeah or, or get the void involved because yeah, exactly. you know yeah. yeah it makes sense yeah <clears throat> and something you had mentioned earlier john too is that like renekton here is he's kind of lucid sometimes but there are definitely times where he is not. I think at one point when he's really beaten down during that fight, he starts calling out to, to Nasus. Almost kind of like that Nasus story where he's calling out to Renekton a little. Where he's like, he's too strong. Nasus, I gotta do it. I, I had to do it to him, you know? And it's like... Sometimes he, <laughs> he had a couple like of... He had, he had a real Gollum moment. It's like, yeah. no one listens to Renekton. Yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one ever listens. He knows where my precious he knows is. where Nasus is. Oh, man. I feel like there was a there was a line here. So this was right after uh, one of their uh, one of their lookouts got bit in half, and then Renekton walks in, and pretty much everyone actually immediately recognizes him, recognizes him even yeah. before he alts. Because like you know it's Sharima. There's pictures of this dude fucking on every cave Statues wall, and, and yeah. yeah, exactly. In not fact, a, there was a statue a in this city. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so like everyone immediately recognizes him, and most of them kneel. Uh, but the guy we're following, Bloodmane, doesn't. He, it says, uh, submission is for the weak. Respect is only ever earned in blood. And like, my duty just bit a dude in half. Is that not enough fucking blood? And, and what, are you, what are you looking for? <laughs> he ate half a Taco Bell burrito and was like, ugh. Right? And just threw it out the window. It wasn't the, the Taco Bell cantina. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really take that. It's not a player's reference. What is close. <laughs> I, yeah. I also liked when when Renekton did alt, it had like that that energy of when you're fighting a boss in a video game and you beat it and then it gets a second health oh, bar. It's real dark soul <laughs> shit, right? Mm. Like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to grind through all my Hades wins. So I'm feeling that a lot <laughs> lately. Let me fucking tell you. Oh no. Yeah. But even like to what you're saying about Raz is that like when Renekton alts, he absolutely Drops down yeah. in supplication. He's like, oh, oh nope. yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I made a mistake. Yeah. This got big. <laughs> he, he, like the the way they describe it is like he dem- like a be- the his being just like demanded like uh, deference or whatever. I don't remember the exact wording, but just like you couldn't not like just give it up to this guy, like <laughs> whatever it may be, you know. And and they had a after he did alt kind of and you know the the head dude immediately realized like all right well i'm fucked <laughs> uh renekton has this moment where he says uh little mortal said renekton his voice echoing from the shattered walls of the city i am an ascended being i have crushed armies torn down cities sealed the gates and set them to flame i laid waste to the world uncounted ages ago and you thought to stand against me with a dismissive flick of his wrist, 
Renekton tossed the body of Sysertha toward Makara, who's his three-headed mount. The great Sauron's heads came up and their jaws snapped shut. <laughs> like, what a fucking power play. <laughs> right. Man. It's fucking cool. This might be the one of the best depictions of an ult in terms of, like, the raw power yeah. that comes with it compared to <clears throat> most things we've read. I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking that when I was, I, I, I was getting a little bored of the idea of a fight scene. Cause I was like, obviously <laughs> he's fighting Renekton. Renekton's not going to lose. He's a champion. We know how this is going to end. These are like not my favorite fight scenes to read. And then he's like losing the fight pretty hard. And I was like, oh, interesting. And then there was a moment where I was like, oh, wait. How does Renekton's ult work? He's got that bar underneath of him, right? The fury. <laughs> so it was interesting to kind of know where the story was going based on the gameplay. That's always really fun when they can incorporate that in a way that's believable and it like mm-hmm. fit really well here. It's especially even- the timing too, because I feel like there was recently an LCK highlight play where <laughs> that dude got tower dived two v one as Renekton and. Real, real easy double kill. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. You know, even his like basic abilities get a lot of play here. Mm. Like he hits him with the, the the stun, which is like a three hit combo. And I think when he's got his rage meter up, it's been a minute since I played Renekton. Um, he hits an additional hit, and they even have him do that. Like he hits a four hit combo later. It's and he's doing his little slice and dice. Like it. This is like a really. You know what this is? Is this is like a color story, but like given like the star treatment. Like, hey, we're gonna show all the abilities and shit, but like, you know, like, I'm it. razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle, razzle But I, I actually did end up liking uh, Raz. Even I found him kind of interesting, um, which I don't think we're ever gonna see him again or anything like that. But this whole group was more interesting than I was expecting. I, I have trouble sometimes getting into a story when it's suddenly from a point of view of somebody that we don't know. We've never seen them before in our lives. They're not connected to anybody. But um, I did end up enjoying reading from his point of view. And there's really no like heroes here in this, <laughs> in this story. And that's always really interesting, too. Yeah, they're... Um Raz is is fun. It is interesting that they're he is a he's a Legends Rune Terror card. He's gonna he's oh. a named card. Um that lady who he's kind of bantering with at the start, I'm pretty sure is another one. Nice. Um th- I thought that was interesting because back in the bio, we didn't really get into it, but it mentions kind of at the end that Renekton's kind of got there's some followers who have kind of started kind of accruing around him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, um, same. And this seemed like a really neat way of showing how that could kind of happen. Where it's like he just, they respect strength and shit, and he obviously showcased it. So even though he doesn't really give a fuck, they're like, they're like a bunch of like groupies following him around almost, is the way I kind of thought right. it might be. It's probably the safest place to be in the fucking shrink. If, if you're going to be in the Psycholique, you want to be following Renekton around. <laughs> because <laughs> if some shit goes down. Who you want on your fucking side. You know what I also thought was interesting about it is that we were recently talking about this sort of weird mirroring of the Freljord and Shurima. And I thought the Renekton and these gr- folks made me think a little bit of like the Winter's Claw, kind of like a Sejuani analog. Mm, yeah. This group of raiders and stuff. Oh, it'd be interesting if they, if Wright tugged on those strings some more. I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. But I like Until it. he is trying to gather the other folks for peace. Yeah, sure. And I don't know who Azir is. Maybe he's like a Lissandra type. I don't know. Right. Know. He's gone. <laughs> Thinks he's the he's hero, but. <laughs> oh, I like the idea that Azir is Lissandra. <laughs> yeah. there's, some, there's something there. There's something. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, the only other All thing right. about this, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. real quick, was just some of the depictions of Vicara. I don't know the city, the aftermath were, were were pretty interesting too. Where it talks about how like there are silhouettes that are just like burnt onto the wall, like 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 an atom bomb went off and like the silhouettes were just like onto the wall and shit's just like been melted to glass. When Renekton bleeds, the sand melts to glass too, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, but it's cool. Hmm. The place they really fucked that place Hulk up in Bloodlines. That sounds like, like a title of an emo song. <laughs> <laughs> when I bleed the sand, turn to glass. Because I'm hot blooded for you. Ooh, okay, now we're getting into like, now we're getting yeah, into Foreigner different. or something like that. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm hot blooded oh for my you. Oh, there it is. Your there emo is. voice is too realistic and it's made it. me want to die. So <laughs> we're gonna move on. Accomplished. <laughs> what are we uh, moving yeah. on to? So I mean, we don't really need to get into bloodline since this is kind of a NASA story. Um, Renekton's just mentioned in this story by everyone else. Fucking NASA, Zareth, Siver, everyone's talking about him. But the main takeaway is that NASA views Renekton much the same way that Vive views Jinx, as someone who's gone mad but can be saved. Hmm. That's true. That's I another good say, comparison. I think Renekton has more of a chance of being saved than Jinx. Damn, you think so? I think, I think so. Jinx has made a decision to be think, where she exactly. is now. Whereas Jinx Renekton has made hasn't choice. made his choice yet. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. That's a neat, that's a, that's a good catch. That's a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, are complete idiots. Oh my God. Thanks. <laughs> Now, he's also mentioned in a shit ton of stories. Uh, so, where Akathia once stood, he was likely in that fight. Uh, water and shade to you. We find out that Renekton's host took Zareth from Neramazeth, but he was born in Saikal. Um, Got it. Yeah. Uh, the Magus Ascendant is just like, you know, we just get the whole making Renekton insane thing from Zareth's point of view. Emperor of the Sands, we find out that Azir trained under both Renekton and Nasus. Uh, curator of the Sands, we finally learn specifically what one of Renekton's atrocities actually was. The Eater of the Sands. Oh, the library thing? Oh. Yeah, Renekton raised the Grand Library and killed everyone who tried to stop him. Um, the Battle Mistress, uh, Sivir accidentally does an oopsie freeing Renekton and Zareth <laughs> by accidentally giving her boomerang to Cassiopeia after Cassiopeia stabbed her. We've all been there, Sivir. So uh, Psycholique, <laughs> uh, the story ends near the Great River of Renek at the end. And finally, Ouroboros, Nasus hallucinates his human brother with him for the first half of the story, and then boom, twist. It's revealed that uh, after Zareth's goons attacks that the whole thing was just Nasus. Uh, all in Nasus's they, head. I thought they had figured it out. And then he and Renekton were besties again. <laughs> <laughs> and his brother was a child again. Yeah. <laughs> he was reborn. Now, uh, y'all want to hear some fucking old lore? I really uh, genuinely do, yes. I I'm read the curious. old lore. I would Ooh. love to talk about the old lore. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the old lore? Were his nudes I leaked? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Check out these scales. There's a bunch of confused guys like, <laughs> what like the hell figure. is that? Is that his tail or? <laughs> do you uh, do you want to do bio or judgment then? I want to talk about the judgment okay. mostly because it was that's really there's funny. something about it that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with the bio. 
Uh, so instead of all the Zareth stuff, basically what Renekton did was guard the library that his brother took care of. Um, and then if he sensed evil in somebody's heart who came to the library, he would turn them away. Oh. No, um, John, where is that library? Uh, in Did it have a special name for the place? Well, is it, is it on Runeterra? Oh, no. This is on a different plane of existence entirely. <laughs> this is back in the day when the summoners were just fucking pulling people from different realms. Um, okay. So this was a different realm entirely. Did he sniff them out? Did he, like, sniff out their intentions in their heart? <laughs> He did. And oh, then, really? Like a doggy? Like a doggy. And oh. then, uh, unfortunately, after sniffing so much darkness, he started to go mad himself. <laughs> and then when bad people came, instead of turning them away, he would cut the darkness out, which is code for just murdering them. Um, sniffing the darkness. <laughs> but that would... <laughs> uh, but that would... Uh, wouldn't sate the rage for long he'd just get mad afterwards too so finally consumed by his anger Renekton turned on the one being who could defeat him his own brother (gasps) Nasus pleaded with Renekton to see reason and then realizing that he was beyond redemption the despondent Nasus valiantly struck down his wayward sibling defenseless Renekton waited eagerly for death's release it never came he was spared when summoners from the League of Legends claimed his brother Caught in the wake of this powerful spell, Renekton tumbled for what seemed like ages between realities. When he finally emerged, he fell deep into the sewers of Zaun. Insane. How did you get there, man? (laughs) How did you get there? (laughs) Insane with fury, Renekton languished in his newfound home, driven senseless by his rage. That is, until by happenstance, he caught a familiar scent in the air, believing that the familiar scent would guide him to the solace that he was... that was fading from his memory, he traced his brother to the Institute of War. The League of Legends. The League of Legends. That was just the smell of the sewer Renekton. Right? I was going to say, is this a, an alligators in New York City sewer? Like, <gasps> I think it is. <laughs> I love that. I didn't think about that. Well, now I now that's great. <laughs> now the old lore is... Primo. Primo. Sometimes they nail it. Man. <laughs> Despite their best efforts. <laughs> right. That's wild. Well, that's certainly an improvement now. <laughs> Man, I do love the whole we'll talk I guess we'll do Journal of Justice a little bit too, and we'll talk more about the whole being from another fucking world thing. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. So he's got a judgment. He's one of those ones that has a judgment. Uh do we want to hear about the judgment? I would yes. love to hear about the judgment. So this is one of those judgments where normally the judgments, right, are like, oh, we go into your memories and we, we suss out what happens. We make you confront your darkest fears. But this is one of those ones that breaks the rules. So Renekton just barges into the Institute of War, sniffing around for Nasus, just keeps sniffing around and eventually plops out into Summoner's Rift. And you might wonder, well, Summoners are like super powerful fuck-off mages. How is it that Renekton got in? Well, don't worry, because what it's revealed here is that when they, were, when they summoned Nasus, they wanted Renekton, actually. Nasus was an accident. Renekton's <laughs> been tumbling around in Zaun for a little while, but here he is now. How did so they fuck that up? <laughs> Junior you know summoner. What? Oopsie. <laughs> right. Lee Sin tried to summon him. It's just right. Thank God he didn't We're kill l- another child. Right. We're lucky we didn't get like a half jackal, half <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> right. So he's on Summoner's Rift. He goes, I guess, top, we must assume. And there's Nasus farming fucking minions with his E. And Renekton starts fighting him, and Nasus flashes away, and is a little like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And Renekton's about to kill him, but then Nasus uses, it's 
the wiki links it as teleport. I don't. I, it must have. I feel like he just died and then respawned at the tower. Or That's another thing. He could have just killed him and then he responds at the tower. But regardless, Nasus gets away. He's back at the fountain, and Renekton's like doesn't really know what's happening, but he just barges ahead, barges through three weirdos who show up to try and stop him, which are <laughs> a buxom pirate lass, a, uh, a big old minotaur, and a big old. Armadillo. I don't know how he missed this shit from the Ramus episode. <laughs> right? But he just bowls right through anywhere. him. He bowls right through him. He goes to go kill Nasus on the fountain, and then the tur- the fountain laser k- gives him. <laughs> so, he's dead. But he's he's back alive. I don't know. Summoner Summoner's Rift bullshit. <laughs> I'll give you a moment to recover. Uh, <laughs> and then he's the, he's the most we've seen of like. A summoner's rift coming right? to play. It's really funny. He he, he <laughs> it, he's captured. The, the the league's got him. That's the end of it. They've got who they want. But it's fucking hilarious for a couple of reasons. The first <laughs> is that when you read it on the wiki, like any sane person does, they have like they have articles about like Flash and like you know the lanes and shit. So whenever it mentions like ooh NASA's disappeared in a Flash, it's got a little hyperlink to the Flash page <laughs> or like the lanes or the jungle. It's fucking great. They're they're littered throughout. The other thing I loved about this Okay, so this this is about a thousand words. I asked Sarah this question. How many semicolons do you think are appropriate for a thousand <gasps> oh, words? Oh <laughs> wow. Um one. I'm gonna be straight one. honest with y'all. One. None. You never need a semicolon. No, a semi- Don't fucking listen no, 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 to no, no, anyone no, no, no. who tells you that you need a semicolon. I guess I'm so, not the writer here. <laughs> so you would say that 18 is maybe a little much? <laughs> I see. There's this author who's kind of a little bit known for using M dashes. And this book, uh, booktuber I love, my name is Marinez, she would count how many M dashes were in it. Wild. Buck wild. What, someone, they like just figured out the rules of the semicolon that day. Or maybe they, they like, didn't. They, and they thought were they, they, were like they properly they used? No? Right? Oh. It reminds me of that Lonely Island song about semicolons. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not something I would complain about normally, but I was reading it, and there were twice at least. There's also uh, 17 colons, so I don't know what was like the the, the period That's key was not lot. working. It's <laughs> a fucking lot. It's just one sentence, the whole thing. Oh, there are two paragraphs that are a single run-on sentence comprised of two semicolons and a colon <laughs> to get us from the start to the finish. It's fucking oh great. There's really one bit where there's a bit of dialogue, and there's like Nasus speaks colon and then the dialogue begins it's like i don't know maybe, like i said maybe the period key wasn't working i don't know what was going on but um fucking great <laughs> if, you, if, it, oh, if you're man. bugged by semicolons you'll love uh, this shit that's great <laughs> <laughs> well now i'm worried to give you uh the new draft of my next novel i'm gonna cross off all on. the semicolons i think there's at pretentious least two. <laughs> pretentious <laughs> there's like only a couple in the whole you can use them <laughs> There, there were some in those other stories we read, and they were perfectly fine. But they shouldn't be used in place of, of like my man, just use some periods or, or whoever. Commas. I don't know. Or commas. Whatever. Yeah. Do you like I do? Write long, run-on sentence paragraphs that are all commas. Right. That's what I do. Yeah. But still, tips from pros. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, <laughs> fucking That's great. So great. I, mean, I can just barge us into a league game. Gets killed by the phone. Yeah, doesn't stay behind his minions is the thing. <laughs> uh, he just passed all the turrets, I guess. Yeah, he just fucking ran past them. 
Oh yep. my god. Maybe it was really late game, you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, maybe. That, it was, In that case, NASA should have been able to one-shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to me how how much they tried to fit, like, all of these characters have joined this league together. Yeah. And his yeah. abilities, like, they, they call out his spirit fire specifically. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Okay. Yeah, I, it's, you know, it's, it's, it is really funny, and I think that's what I'll bitch about with the Journal of Justice, too, is that, like, how much they have to stretch to, like, just get it all to work with the game, and just it all needs to fit. Smartest uh, decision they ever made to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of which, he shows up in a few mailbag of justice. <laughs> Starting with issue eight. Uh, as we know, there are some champions that their land of origin is unknown. For example, Tarek and Nasus. Since my duties as a scholar direct so, and the head librarian gets on my nerves by his constant questioning, could either of them be so kind as to tell we summoners a couple of things about their home world? This is a... Uh, this is a player, uh, you know, role-playing. Writing, mm. writing in and do a little role-playing. Uh... So they have the whole bit about Tarek, and then it said, uh, Nasus is tight-lipped about his land of origin. While it's known that he was once caretaker of a great library, all you'll get out of him are grumblings about how his brother Renekton will never let go of their grudges, no matter how many worlds stand between them. Pair that with a few riddles about the cycle of life and death, and that's about all you'll hear from the curator of the sands before he's brooding again. So they didn't know where he was from. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm trying to think of like a good uh, anagram of caretaker now because he's he's from wherever that is. Oh, take take care. That, take, that yeah, he's he's from he's from take carer, <laughs> the great he's, realm. He's from, he's from Bry Larry. He's from Susan. <laughs> Lejack. Uh, now he shows up again in issue 18. Uh, my query is to the selectors of the worlds. Where can I summon my champions from? Just wondering if there might be a way to affect the decisions made about future worlds that become available to draw upon and the type of people we can use. They say the recent arrival of Renekton has opened the door for many questions like this, but I'd like to remind everyone that the League has strictly prohibited summoning from other worlds. When the art of summoning was young, those mages powerful enough to practice it summoned beings from distant places without their consent, often to serve against their will. Since that time, we've grown, and most forms of magic as potent as summoning are illegal outside of controlled environment of the League of Legends. Um... This is essential to preserving Runeterra. Beyond that, summoning creatures or people from other places or against their will is expressly forbidden. Except in some very special circumstances <laughs> approved by the League. I don't... I do not understand. Because we... This is something we continuously run into in the Mailbag of Justice. And I don't know why they decided this was going to be something that's, like, important. That the Institute of War on the surface says they don't summon people from other places but then does like they're a bunch of they're a cabal of super powerful wizards they run the fucking world can't they just be like hey we just want to see what would happen if a little girl fought a crocodile right out the crocodile wins i don't know this is just like the the 
<laughs> the real life version of like that YouTube channel, like where they just pit two random people against each other. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with that. Or just Deadliest Warriors, even. I was thinking, sure. Like, show. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't like Animal Planet have like a show where they were like, who would win? Ninjas or samurai? <laughs> or it was like a Genghis crocodile Kong. or a megalodon, <laughs> and then they like do a simulation. I believe it. Where they have this spreadsheet. That's my favorite part. Where they'd show the the Excel yeah, you spreadsheet. The, you like that Excel that determined who won. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I had for the old lore. All that's right. It. Um, now he is in a few cinematics, uh, starting with Empires of the Ascended, which is uh, I think the Legend of Runeterra um, for the big Shirima release. Basically, a Tomb Raider is making off with a relic and starts getting chased. Lara? It is Lara. <laughs> Madam Croft? Is that you? <laughs> uh, so he gets chased probably by one of the Sand Thrashers, if I had to guess. Um, he's riding one of the Saurons they described. Uh, after he shakes him, Renekton starts chasing him. So he drops a massive pillar of rock almost on him, and it opens a hole in the ground what that he, he falls Viego? into. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So yeah, the dude falls into the hole, and Nasus is there. And Nasus is like, ooh, neat, what's this? And touches the relic, and then what? Renekton what's drops this? down the what's hole, this? and Nasus and Renekton fight each other for a bit. And the guy gets away and then gives the relic to his ear. Great. This is a star-studded yeah. cinematic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oprah walked in. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody applauded. Yeah. That man. And her name was Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, what yeah. other cinematic? So uh, he's also in Road to the Cup, the 2013 world cinematic. Uh, this is a Studio Mir cinematic where pro players uh, are their favorite champs. And he's not in the video itself. Um, but after the video, there's kind of a static image of a few more players as their champions, and he's there in that Great. image. Yeah, he's in the closing <laughs> awesome. card. Great. So. Fuck uh, yeah. Uh, and then Warriors, the 2014 World Cinematic, Renekton and Anassas are one of the pairs fighting in the clouds during the wailing guitar solo in the middle. <laughs> cool. I, I, yeah. I yeah. like that. And then finally, Descent into the Tomb, which just tells the story we've heard now from five points of view about <laughs> Renekton and Nasus. Now what happened with them again? <laughs> so there's this thing with this crypt, right? No, no. Not to be confused with a sarcophagus. Don't think that, idiot. <laughs> Who fucking would? No one. Uh, and then he shows up in one comic, Fall of the Empires, which tells the story we heard now from six points of view about <laughs> Renekton <laughs> and Nasus. They really wanted to I, I, know I was like, you had me thrown for a second. Like, comic? What? Did I really miss? Oh, it's that one. There's like three yeah, images. I don't know. Uh, is, is it even a comic? I guess arguably. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to get the comic artists that come at us like the poets come at us now. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair point. Let's not invite their wrath on top of everything else. <laughs> All right, the AUs. Yes. I got the skids up, baby. All right. First of all, we got Galactic. Ooh. The War of the Broken Moon has ravaged our galaxy for near a hundred cycles, and still there's no end in sight. Oh, no. 
And this is Galactic Renekton, oh, which has no lore. Oh, okay. So, oh, but he's okay. there. Cool. Yeah, along with this headless NASA statue. The hell is that? The headless NASA statue. I don't like it. <laughs> Put a head on him, please. <laughs> is that the one where he's like standing on like the like his like Captain Morganing on on it? Or am I thinking? Of oh, that's else? where the head is. It's under his foot. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like very light gray. Mm. Okay. Next, we got Ages of Runeterra. Glimpses of selves in other lives. Clashes of fate in another era. Runeterra is a world rich in possibility, as its legends find new destinations and destinies. So this encompasses nine skin lines. Bilgewater, Burning Tides, Bilgewater Mercs, Chronicle, Curse of the Void, Freljord, Other Roads, Ruination, and Traditional. This one is Other Roads with Rune Wars Renekton, which has no lore. <laughs> He's an old champion. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah, a lot of skins. Yeah. Don't worry. This next one has lore. Uh, so this is Wonders of the World. Individuals hailing from a far-flung universe of Earth, where giant statues come to life and everyone is wearing a fun hat. It's a lot like Rune Terror, if you think about it. This is Outback Renekton. Crikey! What a ripper! A plus. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> so this next one. Are they all like this? No, no, no. Some, of them, so. some of them have. <laughs> next one is Bloodstone. Set in a world of the Bloodstone. Each champion is a bloodstone cultist. <laughs> I remember loving this shit. And this is Bloodstone Renekton. <laughs> this blood crazed <laughs> killing machine. I'm gonna be Scours this one. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, this blood crazed killing machine scours the battlefield to sate the bloodstone. The more he slays. The more he fuels his powers, this in turn feeds his frenzy, creating a never-ending cycle of split viscera and gore. Bloodstone. Uh, Bloodstone. <laughs> Blood fury. It should end with that. Fuck. Anyway. Uh, so a fun fact about this one, if you stand in a brush with this one, sometimes his tongue will remain opaque while oh. the rest of his body becomes translucent. Oh my god, I'm I fucking forgot. I gotta see that now, but no one uses the skin. Floating tongue. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Infernal. Renekton, but he's on fire. Renekton on fire, baby. Uh, scorching an entire world takes unimaginable strength, which is why the Ashen Lord called upon his legions of Infernals to lend their flames. From the darkest depths, they each bring their own terrible powers to bear. Though, not all answer their call with the same burning enthusiasm. <laughs> I like how they tried to give him an earring, but they were like, where's his ear? I don't know. Here, I guess. <laughs> it's just in his neck. <laughs> You didn't have to give him an earring. Oh, 
god, our mic fell. <laughs> oh shit! You didn't have to give him an earring, right? <laughs> or if you're gonna just give him an ear, don't just. That's fucking. That is choice right there. That's fucking great. I've never oh, fucking God. noticed that before. I've looked at that skin so many fucking times. I didn't. At first, I was really distracted by the amount of saliva that it was in his mouth, and it was grossing me out. And then I looked a little to the left. I was like, oh, why, is, why does he have hoops? <laughs> Shit. Oh. Okay, anyway. All right. <laughs> this one is. Uh, <laughs> Scorched Earth Renekton. <laughs> Earring Renekton. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. okay. What is an infernal but the screams beckoning from the darkest corners of mortal imagination? For centuries, they were considered nothing more than myth. And yet now, monstrosities such as Renekton roam freely, pushing us all for the last fleeting grasp of our own hubris. It's intense. Yeah. Next up we got Sunkissed Summer. It's summer, baby! <laughs> the sun's out, the breeze is warm, and the water's cool. Everybody's leaving their rivalries and grudges at home and bringing only swimsuits and good vibes. There'll be plenty of time for punching and yelling later. Just sit back, enjoy the music, and soak up the fun. Mm. This one's pool party, Renekton. Lifeguard on duty. Seriously, though, be careful. You don't want CPR from a nine-foot crocodile, man. <laughs> this is one of the first pool party skins, isn't it? I think so. I think, the I first think so, wave. yeah. First line, okay. yeah. First wave. wave. <laughs> <laughs> I never zoomed in on the, the, the diving board. Like, look at that Lulu. <laughs> Looks good. Just really zoom in on the I guess Lulu on the diving board and I guess I'm, I'm looking at it now. Like a <laughs> you gotta look real close. Right? It's like a, so, a purple speck. I, yeah, uh, I can, I'm on my phone, so you can really get in there. <laughs> fun little she fun little like bit a about toad. I hate it. She does. Sorry, go ahead. Fun little bit about the skin. Uh, when you recall using this skin, he actually jumps on the diving board. Um, and the animation doesn't perfectly line up with the back time. So if you're standing next to a brush, you can do the backing animation and it'll finish. He'll dive into the water and then you can walk <laughs> into the brush and it'll look like you finished your back. <laughs> oh, neat. So, uh... Anyway, little fun fact out there for Renekton players. Prehistoric. Gargantuan monsters roam our land, stalking their prey with frightening precision. Humans would surely become their next meals, if not for the hunters. Armed with blades crafted from the bones of their first kills, with instincts that rival the most fearsome of beasts, the hunters protect their people each day from a grisly fate. This one is Prehistoric Renekton. A rare, intelligent beast, Renekton is an erudite speaker and skilled wielder of the Crescent Blade. He's also six stories tall and not particularly friendly. 
Hunters are advised to make their final arrangements before engaging. I'm trying to picture erudite Renekton. That's a weird word to use for him. <laughs> right? Renekton read many books. <laughs> <laughs> you made him even dumber. I guess he's prehistoric. The fact that he's even got books is pretty good. My library smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> uh, then we got Toy Box. Nar's toy chest is brimming with priceless treasures, but when no one's home, his toys take on a life of their own. This is Renektoy. First produced in 1996, Renektoy quickly and unexpectedly became the must-have gift of the season. Shortages and heightened demand led to online scalping, parents fist-fighting in store aisles, and a small number of what police later described as mall stampedes. Uh, fun fact about this one. Moo Cow Alistar, Super Kenan, Pugma, and Renektoy, the shared splash art between the four of them, represent the dog chasing scene from Toy Story. Yeah. And in this situation, Renektoy would probably be Buzz due to his lore. Mm-hmm. So who's Woody? Is it Alistar, I bet? Because he's old um, and shit. Probably. And Woody's a cowboy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's he's and a then cow super, man. <laughs> super Kenan's just the rocket in this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we got Black Frost. The Ice Witch let none slumber. Each fallen friend and foe in her domain rises anew to fight by her side. Her dark magic twists their appearance, creating glacial golems with hearts of black, unmelting ice. This one is Black Frost Renekton. In life, Renekton stood against the tyranny of the Ice Witch, fighting an inevitable, endless winter until his last breath. In death, the virtuous warrior was cursed with resurrection, brought back to life as a vicious warmonger, cased in rock and ice. Now a general leading the onslaught of the Black Frost army, Renekton loyally serves the very queen he once thought to destroy. Hmm. It's weird to me the idea that Renekton would fight against Lysandra so hard. I don't know. Eh, whatever. Hey, he's loyal. Like Yes, but I... I, mm. (laughs) He's a good guy. Sure, there's a few battlefield atrocities, but... Yeah, who hasn't, really, right? (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got Project. Uh, Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. This one is Project Renekton. A hybridized warrior taking inspiration from extinct fauna, Renekton is the perfect version of Project's crossbreed superweapon project. Released to aid the city in its fight against the program virus, Renekton's seemingly endless rage is useful for now, though his belief that he can see beyond the soul is increasingly disconcerting. Hmm. And finally... Last up, we got Hextech. Now, at the forefront of science and art, Hextech has evolved from its rudimentary beginnings into a modern renaissance of intricate artificial life forms capable of free will. Skilled artificers lead the medium into a bid, into a bold new future. But what it will bring, none can say. This one is Hextech Renekton. As is so often the way, 
Artificers of the Hextech Renaissance pushed too far and too fast into their new science without fully considering the possible consequences. Renekton, a half-mad monster of flesh and metal, is the result of that short-sightedness. And fun fact about this, uh, Hextech skins are mostly for old champions. Um, pretty much all champions with Hextech skins uh, so far were released in either 2009 or 2010. And Renekton is the only exception to this as he was released in 2011. Interesting. Do you think that's because so many of his skins are like Rune Wars and Infernal? Or they, they're all kind of like, they're not very different. You know what I mean? They're not shaking it up a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Only his like uh, like comical ones are are really different looking. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I just wondered. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. All right, got a handful of fun facts here. Y'all want them? You hungry for some fun facts? Yeah. I'm raging for fun facts. Nice. <laughs> uh, Renekton, voiced by Patrick Seitz who uh, also voices Kogma and pre-voice update Lucian. Mm. Also Garrosh Hellscream in a... Oh, in a, okay. In the game or the movie? Uh, I think the game. Pretty the sure. Game, okay. What game? Warcraft. Uh, World, yeah. Oh, Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. I think World specifically. So I think only oh, okay. in WoW, mm. but I don't know. Uh, Renekton's title used to be The Eater of Souls, but that was changed to the current one after the sneak peek was released of him. He's not really eating any souls anymore. Not eating a lot of souls. <laughs> not really his thing. Uh, Renekton is around 3,796 years old. And less than 3,900 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was like trying to do the. I don't know what. My brain just fucking shut off for a second. And I thought that 3,900 was a smaller number than the first number I said. Oh. I was like, how is it over that first one, but under that second one? It doesn't make sense. It's been a long episode. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Over 3796, but under 3900 The 3796 is so very specific. It right? is, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway. He's bigger than this many. <laughs> <laughs> he held up 10 <laughs> fingers for the listeners. <laughs> uh Renek was one of the nations that belonged to the ancient Shuriman Empire and was possibly located somewhere near the Renek River, and the siblings may have originated from here, and Renekton may be named after it. Conjecture. <laughs> it's a lot of maybes. <laughs> a lot of maybes. <laughs> you know, it yeah, 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 could happen. Yeah. Tracks, follows. Uh, Renekton is having a big struggle of trying to regain his sanity, but constantly slipping back and forth between lucidity and utter madness. But his humanity is still in there, just somewhere deep down. And maybe he could come back, but only with the right motivation. This is an interesting fun fact. Was this only like with true love's kiss. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shrek, we need you. Hard to kiss with no lip. <laughs> <laughs> well, he managed to get earrings in with no ears, so. Uh, in Legends of Runeterra, he is specifically clarifies himself as a crocodile in case there's ever any sort of crocodile alligator debate. Mm. Very uh, good. Renekton's art spotlight is the only one to not show his classic skin. It shows his outback skin instead. Uh, sure. Oh. Why not? 
and then Renekton and Nasus are one of only seven pairs of sibling champions. Hmm. The others being Cass and Katarina, Kale Morgana, Garen Lux, Yaswo Yone, Darius Draven, and Vi Jinx. And does not include Ornanivia Volibear because they're a trio and not a pair. Oh, okay. Despite all being siblings. And that's it. That was the four facts. Very that good. Was, that was Renekton. Do we have any final thoughts? Um, there is an AU that you missed, John. I will say oh, that yeah. is a Legends of Runeterra specific skin uh, oh. called Corrupted. And this is a this is a really new release. And I think the whole thrust of it is it's either like an alternate timeline or maybe a potential future timeline where a bunch of darkened weapons have surfaced and they've been corrupting people. Um, I don't, I'm not going to go through all the stuff that's in it, all this level ups and shit. But it's Renekton if he corrupted by darkened weapons. So that exists. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. How dare you spend all that time collecting all that information and and you know doing our listeners the solid of no yeah it's kind of it's it's kind of interesting I um I haven't really followed a lot of what's gone on with that like storyline this is the thing where Rintera is fucking weird you know I don't know like what if this is real if this is just like a skin AU or whatever so who knows yeah yeah. You know, it's that wild canon until it isn't, but also not canon at all until it is. Who fucking Schrodinger's. knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Yeah. Well, Renekton. 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 Mm. We're done. Thank you for listening. Let's ask Bup. The baby's waking up for some reason. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was Renekton. And thank you for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at LauraHeads. And a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash LauraHeads. John streams on the weekends. He's been doing TFT in the evenings. And then we try to join him for some ARAMs. If you ever want to join in, you know, tune into the stream. And yeah. you can you can hop yeah. on with us. All are welcome. Yeah. Um, we have a YouTube as well. We're starting to post these as videos now. If you want to watch the videos, it was a Patreon tier, but it wasn't really working out. So it's just going to be on our YouTube now. <laughs> we have a Discord as well. The link is in the description of this episode. And we have a Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarta tier patrons. Big Man Gnomes, Chloe Things, King of Hearts, Shupa Moustache, and Techno Robert. If uh, you were part of the Sand Thrashers and uh, Renekton came in, I would fight him um, to keep you safe, um, which would, you know, keep him occupied for a little bit. For about a second. Y'all could get away. Yeah, you might be able to talk him down for a minute. Yeah. Confuse him a little bit. A battle of wits. No. When is the best time for a crocodile to go to the dentist? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 2.30. Okay. Eviscerated. Dead. (laughs) John will just get like an Uh, ear and gun and try to pierce his ears. (laughs) I got this. All right, and please be sure to join us next week for, I'm sure, will be a a much shorter episode as we talk about the Pride Stalker, Rengar. Rengar.